Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Los Angeles friendos, join Going In Raw as we go live on stage with Wrestling With Regrets' Brian Zane September 24th at the Nerdist Showroom in L.A. The link to tickets is in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most musty WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are, be sure to hit that little subscribe button and the notify bell on YouTube. And, of course, over there in the iOS podcast app, leave a review and a rating for us because that helps check us up in the in the rankings there on the podcast on the iTunes podcast app. Are you going to shout out those individuals who have left reviews of late? Prior to questions today, yes. I'm there going to you go. Read off a, 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 a bunch of these names here. Dare I say all these names here before questions. Okay. It's just the NXT 205 live show, so things are a little bit more laid back here. We yeah, and this, especially this week when there wasn't much to NXT. Oh, my this gosh. pretty I much know. a 205 Live recap. Exactly. This 205 Live was actually really good. Yeah, it was. Um, where else are we at? Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. 47 people watching right now. I, I did this for the dollar patrons also this week because there was an NXT takeover. There was a takeover. Therefore, they get the recap pr- after the thing. After pay-per-view, right. Exactly. So the $5 patrons, though, um, we had we had chat trivia yesterday, Larson. Yes. Alto Votalhe yep. won chat trivia yeah he moves on to the tournament of champions that's correct and the uh, that's only available to uh patrons yep five dollar oh yes it was a dollar so if you, you know you snuck in your dollar um you could have won but five dollar and up gets access to three live streams every single week uh exclusive to those patrons and on the wednesday show chat Trivia, correct. Chance to win stuff. Yep. Uh, hang in there long enough, and eventually you will win something, because once you've won, you can't repeat. Correct. Yeah. You have to so. wait until Tournament of Champions. That's right. To advance. That is correct. We're also Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Going In Raw. Right now, we're maxed out for designs. Mm-hmm. We need to sell more shirts. 
so we can put up more designs. Yeah, that's correct. And also, you guys probably saw the new uh, intro card thing. We're going to be on stage uh, with Brian Zane from Wrestling with Regret. September 24th is Day of No Mercy. So if anybody's going to be in L.A. September 24th for No Mercy, many hours before that at 1 p.m., we're going to be uh, there on the Nerdist store at, at the Nerdist showroom uh, in Meltdown Comics there in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, so the link to that uh, event. Uh, the tickets are in the description. Correct. Of this very video. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about 205 Live. Yeah, we'll do it. And right then, now. And then, here's my thing. I can't. I can't decide if the NXT, like the the weekly TV show proper, their full sale is my favorite version of NXT, or if the re the Takeover Recap show is my favorite. I feel like you're having a laugh at my expense because sometimes, sometimes, the how ridiculous the post takeover NXT is! And makes this one, me, this one especially so reveled hard. in ridiculousness. They even tried. They even tried to fit some story in there with No Way Jose and Lars Sullivan. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Two hundred five live. Yeah, it was actually a good episode. It was the it first was. one after SummerSlam, so it featured the rematch between uh, Akira Tozawa and Neville for that NXT champ or that two hundred five. The Cruiserweight Championship. There you go. And there is a surprise debut on 205 oh dear. Live. How you doing? Let's start from the top. Though. We'll get to that. Doing? We'll get to that a little bit. Right. Uh, tag match opened the show. Cedric Alexander and Grand Metalik mm-hmm. versus Tony Nese and Drew Gulak. Rematch from a, a match that happened last week. Yeah. Again, quality stuff. Tony Nese is fantastic. His 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 uh, his bit at the top of the ramp. When he was making all sorts of muscle puns, mm-hmm. oh, that was good. I texted you. I texted you. I said, "I said Tony needs a treasure." Yep. I love the muscle puns, man. Yeah, that was. You're good. gonna have to deal with no, it, or no, no, you're gonna be dealt yes. with. He referenced his dealt. You're his gonna tra- get trapped. And what else did he reference? Uh, I forget the first one I missed because I didn't realize what he was doing at first. It was so good, though. He was a bicep wrestler. But I don't know. He, he did the thing with his arm, and it was like muscle. Yeah, he's got muscles and on muscles. yeah, he's so much more comfortable. That theme song is, I think, very quickly becoming my favorite theme song in the WWE When you go right to the gym, just listen to that. In I loop. know. I need to load it up on here. And then you'll look like Tony Nese in no time. And then I'm going to start telling people that they're here in the gym for eight reasons. And then I'll look down in and, and shame, and I'll be like, they're in there somewhere. I'm sure there's a couple reasons in there. My dad was here uh, just hanging out, doing nothing, watching uh, 205 Live with me, and uh, he got a kick out of the, the eight reasons that people are there. I love God, I love Tony Nese. Talk about the perfect example of a guy who has come so far in such a little time. Tony Nese, who is basically just another good-looking body, mm-hmm. now great, arrogant, very well-established character. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, he was teaming up. With Drew Gulak uh, to take on Cedric Alexander. And, oh, Grand Metalik. Yeah. Another really fun match. I can't say that name unless I'm doing more over now. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Lots of cool stuff. Grand Metalik, once again, showing why he's... Why he doesn't even look that athletic, but, man, the stuff that he does is so great. Like, getting like doing the the, the bit that it, him and Tony Nese do, and they've done it a couple times. Tony Nese will, like, slide out of the oh, ring he, as... Grand he, Metal he jumps up and does a springboard moonsault off the top rope of the outside. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. I was, these days, I always get freaked out. I'm like, man, aren't his knees killing him? Because oh, I know. Well, one time he did a top rope move and landed. Was that him or somebody else that landed on his feet? It was him, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was him. Or was it Neville? It was Neville later on. Sorry. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. It was Neville later on. All right. 
anyways, the uh, the 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 synchronized uh, Topecon helos. Oh man, that uh, Grand Metallic and Cedric Galaxy. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, they're fantastic. They're so much fun. I always like uh, crap. Who? What's the Twitter account that puts up all those great gifts? It's like some the uh, TDE oh, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is. But uh, but man, it's so fun to watch. Like they always have like really really high quality. Oh, I know gifts. Of they all do that stuff. Cedric yeah. Alexander picked up the win after giving uh, Drew Gulak the lumbar check. Not as good a sell as Tony Nese. Well, yeah, nobody. I mean, that's that's a really high bar that was raised there with Tony Nese. Yeah, so far Tony Nese and Noam Dar sell the lumbar check better than anybody. Oh, they do. Spectacular. Next backstage, Titus O'Neil and Akira Tozawa in the locker room. Um, Titus was. Trying to uh, plead with Akira, wait, don't do your rematch now. Yeah, wait. Well, he says I'm. He, he said I'm disappointed that you decided to do this now. And then Akira put his his, his nerves uh, at ease by saying I'm ready to go right now. He had a very confident attitude, and that turned around Titus O'Neil. He says, "Here, I was all worried about you, and you're confident as can be." And then he said, "Give me what he say." Two claps and a Ric Flair, and so they clapped twice. And went woo! It was cool. It was very smooth. Yeah, it was. I liked it. It was awesome. Next, Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher were supposed to have a gentleman duel. Uh, so Jack Gallagher it's, it's comes back, out. It's back into being terrible. Yeah, it's Jack Gallagher comes out, terrible. drops a promo. Uh, Brian Kendrick shows up on the Titan Tron and says, look at you. Mm-hmm. You're in the ring with all those those things. Like there was a what, candlestick, a, an umbrella. A, like a lead pipe or something? Yeah, a yeah. wrench. And it says, a can, yeah, a candlestick. You standing there with all that stuff. That confirms what I've been saying all along, that you are just a clown. I yeah. don't know how that confirms anything. Sorry, this harkens back to the, the Twitter account with all the gifts. It was TDE Wrestling at Total Divas Eps yeah. on Twitter. They always post, like, really, really high quality Yeah, really gifts. good stuff. So Kendrick's on the Titantron says all stuff. Out comes a clown. Literally a clown. He even had his own Titantron package. Yeah. I mean, it was just a picture of a generic clown face. Yeah, probably some clip art or something like that. Did you find out who this clown was? I heard it was Ario Davari. I heard it was Drew Gulak's brother. Oh, really? Yeah, I could be wrong about this. Hold on. 205 Live Clown. And tell the people what happened. I'll look this up. Okay. So the clown comes in, starts doing some clown stuff. Um, Jack Gallagher headbutts the clown. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jack Gallagher takes all the stuff off the table. Uh, sets up for a power bomb. Brian Kendrick comes Indy, in. Yeah, indie wrestler Rory Gulak, younger oh, okay. brother of Drew. Because okay. Okay. I heard the same thing, but before that I had heard it was uh, Gulak's brother. Okay. Th- thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Cause I, th- I heard it was yeah. Ari Davari and, yeah. and I was paying attention. I know, me too. I, thought, thought, I was like, I that doesn't look the, right. Yeah, the hair is not the mm-hmm. same. Yeah. Well, yeah, Ari Davari doesn't have a colorful afro. Well, no, I mean, like the wig came on. I know. So Gallagher... Come on, I couldn't leave that one alone. Gallagher... Gallagher, I'm trying to do a recap for the people out here, Steve. Whoa. You're sidetracking me. I know, man. What the H? Gallagher. All that, all that good, all your good, everybody's commenting, man, ever since the last thing I'm back from vacation, has been in a good mood. Oh, that's all, that's all gone. evaporating. Yeah. Gallagher tries to put the, the clown through the table via powerbomb. Kendrick runs in, attacks Gallagher, and puts Gallagher through the table via powerbomb. He beat the crap out of Gallagher, too. Yeah. That umbrella at first, he was yeah. wailing away. So uh, Kendrick grabs a mic, drops a promo, and says, next week, Kendrick versus Gallagher, no DQ. Mm-hmm, yeah. Hopefully that'll be the end of this feud. I'm sure that'll be a good match, and yes, I hope that it's the end of this feud, because, man, it's no bueno. It's not that good. Backstage, TJ Perkins was playing some WWE 2K17. Rich Swan comes back there, and uh, he's like, 
you know, he's like, he's like, what's going on? And TJ, Why'd you come out last yeah, week and distract, distract me? me yeah. And and TJP said, well, I wasn't trying to distract you. It was just, I came out. I didn't know they were going to play my Titan Toronto music. I just came out to say, hey, look, I'm injured yeah. because of our match last time. Yeah. I thought TJP's delivery throughout this whole thing was really me good. Me too. Me too. He I know. Really it, was, it was actually kind of, he was convincing in the way that he's supposed to be convincing. Yes. It was good. I liked it. Uh, anyways, uh, Rich Swan said, okay, well, he says, you know, stay back here for this match that I'm about to have. And uh, wait. No, he didn't have a match last night. No, he didn't have a match. What did he say? He said, he, at, the, at the end, he said, heal up for our rubber match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he said he, he was going to have a match with Arya Davari. I assume that's next week. Oh, okay. That's next but week. But they didn't okay. specify that. So I was oh, expecting okay. a match between the two of them. And yeah. then they cut to uh, Neville walking backstage towards the ring and said the Cruiserweight title match was next. First one needs to get rid of those glasses. Yeah, I agree. They're just they're, they're they don't look comfortable. <laughs> they don't. It looks like it just go right. It does. Right it just rests on the on the top of the nose. That's it does. Good man. It doesn't look that comfortable. Can't be comfortable at it all. It does not look comfortable at all. We're in the phase of our lives when comfort is number one. Well, it doesn't seem comfortable, and it doesn't seem like they would be effective for their intended use, which is to block out the sun. And more importantly, it doesn't add to his character. It detracts from his character. It doesn't do anything for him. They they look uncomfortable. I they miss, look like effective sunglasses. I miss the two weeks when he seemed to care about comfort by going to Walmart and getting those pants. Yeah. I miss those days. Wrestling in your underwear can't really be comfortable. Or Maybe it is. is. Maybe it is. What do it I could know? be. What do I know? Not much. You know, after I had my lobotomy, I had to wear, uh, like, tidy whities I mean, I got, they're not, they weren't whities they were like, I got dark shades, mm-hmm. you know, but they're tidy versions. Yeah. Briefs. Yes. Not boxer briefs, which I love. Briefs. Uh, briefs. Yeah. They're not comfy, man. Oh, I know they're not. Mm-hmm. I know. What was next? Oh, the, the Cruiserweight title match. Um, yeah, it's a great match. Yeah, it was I really, really love the story of this match, man. These guys know each other so well, and they were, it was, it was effectively uh, a match of counters. Yes. They were countering each other. And I thought it was very effectively, it was a very effective story to be told. Let's talk about what was the story, be, or what, what's the deal with uh, with them putting the title back on, I'm sorry, with them keeping the title on Neville? Why did why did Akira have that title for I like all the days? I read that Vince was really liking the idea of doing a bunch of, or not a bunch, but occasional uh, surprising title changes yeah. in an attempt to, to generate excitement and perchance pop ratings. Right, but... They seem to have so much faith in which, which I'm I'm okay with. I have no problem with that. But kind of makes the Curious of Owl look kind of bad now. Neville, he's just going to be their long term champ. I mean, which is cool. I love Neville, and you love Neville. We think I he's mean, like I, one of the best. I have another shirt on. shirt on right now. Um, just kind of interesting that they didn't decide to roll with. I know Neville chasing the title for a longer period I know, of time rather than what four days or whatever right. long Tazawa had it. I mean, I, I understand the perspective of Tozawa potentially looking weak, but he more than held his own this entire feud, and it took an arm injury, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much for him to lose. Yeah. That's what did him in, was the fact that for four weeks, five weeks, he was dealing with an arm injury. I love, I absolutely love that they had Neville go over clean here, too, mm-hmm. because, man, that makes him look strong. Oh, yeah. That looks that makes them look really. Well, then let's talk about the aftermath of the main event, Steve. Oh, so, yeah, uh, that's right. So Neville retains, mm-hmm. uh, and then whose music hits? Enzo Amore. No, man, I like this. I'll be on. We could debate this on our debate show if you want. Here, I, I I'm of two minds. Personally, I don't really care for it, yeah. but it's good for 205 Live. That's that's the only reason it's gonna it's gonna get people interested. It's in the only thing that matters. The, the the line that I do not want to be crossed is, of course, him getting the cruiserweight championship. 
Which you know that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. I liked Neville's response to him. I know. When he was walking up the ramp, he kind of laughed. I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. I think, dude, regardless of what you think, the crowd popped for 205 Live. If they are, uh, if they get into the habit of popping for a very popular guy to most people on 205 Live, they will associate 205 Live with something they should be interested in. I understand that completely. What I enjoy, like I said, personally, I don't like it because... from 205 Live, I want that different experience mm-hmm. than what we get on most of the other main roster shows. Yeah. And uh, I just feel like Enzo really can't compete in the ring with anybody else in that division, mm-hmm. and he's going to have a lot of main roster matches. Well, here's something to consider, and I'm, I'm strictly playing devil's advocate. I don't even think that I believe this at all. There is the possibility, the possibility, that we haven't even come close. And I'm... I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'll phrase it this way. Enzo might more might have more than we've ever been allowed to see. That's possible. I don't think for a second that he's going to be up there with Cedric or Akira or any of those guys. I, I don't think that at all. But his entire career has been him being ragdoll until casting at the hot tag. Yeah. It's incredibly possible that this guy can actually grow as a in-ring performer. No, that's entirely possible if, if given good opponents. Yeah, given good opponents and giving uh, a desire on his part to learn and mm-hmm. to work at it. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, I I have doubts that he's going to win the title though, simply because there would appear to be some heat on the guy. And I think, let me ask you this now: Do you think this is a? Because I think it's one of the two. I don't think it's both. Is this? A demotion for him, or is this their way of trying to pop two five live? You don't think it could be both? I think there I think one of those reasons is the overriding one, and the other one is I would like killing hope, two birds with one stone. I would like to hope one, the, their, their their priority would be popping ratings for two oh five live. I would like to think that, but I kind of feel like it might be the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're gonna send Enzo down to two oh five live as punishment. And then, you know, there's, I mean, there's a welcome uh, side effect of that is potentially popping ratings on 205 I suppose, Live. I suppose if they sat down and said, what are we going to do now with Enzo? This cast thing is over, either because that was the shark cage team was supposed to be there or the Brooklyn Street fight was supposed to be their blow-off yeah. or, you know, or cast is injured, one of the two. What do we do with them? Should we send them down to 205 Live? There's a couple good reasons for that. I would, I would think... Well, I mean, yeah, you'd like to think that they would sit down and have a reasonable discussion about, all right, what what can mm-hmm. we do to, to to essentially make the most people happy? Yeah, exactly. You know, you're not going to make everybody happy. Let's make the most people happy. Yeah. I would hate to think that Vince would be thinking... Apparently what? Vince can stand Enzo. Yeah, and Vince might be thinking that 205 Live would be a demotion. Yes. I would hate that he would think that 205 Live is a place you send people to I punish know. them. I know. That would suck because I really like 205 Same Live. too. And it shouldn't be looked at as, as a demotion to go there. Right, exactly. So I And then, you know, that, that did get me thinking, though. One thing that I liked about it is, you know, his music hits. Big surprise. People pop. Mm-hmm. 205 Live kind of needs more big surprises to get people to pop. Yeah, it needs buzz. They, it needs buzz. And one way to do that is an infusion of talent. I think one thing they really kind of need to do is freshen up their roster a, a little, little bit. bit. A little bit. You know? If that's sending Cedric Alexander up to SmackDown, which I think would be fantastic. Yes. Don't think it's going to happen, but I think it'd be fantastic. 
that'd be one great way to do that. Um, but they do, you know, Gargano coming to 205 Live, I'd be totally into that. I yeah. would be totally into that. Yeah. Um, even a guy like Adeo Tommy doesn't have a mm-hmm. lot to do left in NXT. No, not really. Send him to 205 Live. There, there needs to be more unpredictability on the show Agreed. for it to pop ratings. Agreed. And, be excited. And People like I said, be, personally, uh, I'm not that excited about it. But if if it if it helps give 205 Live the perception of enhanced star power mm-hmm. and creates a buzz about the show, and everybody else in the show benefits because of that, then sure, yeah, I'll give it a chance. Just don't put the belt on him. Yeah, unless yeah, I mean he has to improve. I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way: don't put a the lot. don't put the belt on him unless you have a very solid plan that is very entertaining. You know what I mean? I mean, dude, I know there, there's there's an element of this this title should be for somebody who really deserves to have yes. the title. But if but if in the end it pops ratings for 205 Live and the belt ends up back on Neville as sort of your foundation, I don't hate it. I'm willing I'm willing to see what they can do with it. On uh, you know, here's one thing that we really need to keep in mind is that 205 Live it feels it feels like a show that is booked differently than main roster. Oh, definitely. You know, it feels like a show that they're they're good with having long-term feuds. Maybe, just maybe, 205 Live Creative can do a lot of good things with, with Enzo. Uh, that I'm not worried about. The story aspects, the character aspects, I'm not worried about in the least. Yeah. It's just the wrestling. <laughs> and Creative can't do anything about that. That's true. That's Unless true. They, they find really cre- creative ways to hide his... What we are assuming are his deficiencies in the ring compared to everybody else on the roster. Yeah, I mean, he's, here's, the, here's the bottom line. He's not going to be able to be ragdolled, so he has to do something else. I think he... By who? Maybe he's Neville. taller than Neville. But Neville looks way more muscular than him. Ragdoll is by somebody who's got to be like a foot taller than you. No, not necessarily. Someone who's quite a bit stronger. You can't, you can't be taller than a guy and have him ragdoll you. Unless you're cheeseburger and it's Scott Steiner or something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? No, I know. I understand your point of view. I'm just saying, like Neville could. We are used to seeing men much larger. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, if Neville, if, height. if Neville picked them up and threw them over the top rope outside the ring, and Enzo sold like he normally does, <laughs> that would be a, that, that would be a ragdoll. Look, <laughs> dude, that would be a ragdoll. I just don't realistically seeing them do that. I'm thinking of we've been so used to seeing uh, gallows. No, I know, I know, uh, I know. You know guys they like get that. destroyed by much larger people. Yeah, exactly. That. And I just don't see that happening in 205 Live. So we're going to be forced to see what he can do. Maybe he can do more than we think he can. I don't know. If if his work ethic is as lack, if he's bringing people in a locker room. If he, <laughs> I that Vince can't stand it. <laughs> oh, I mean, like weird. him going to 205 Live, I guess, would make Vince happy because he's not on Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think that creative at 205 Live would be happy because it's an opportunity for them to pop ratings. Right. I don't know if Enzo's going to be happy. Somebody tweeted us this picture on WWE.com of Alexa Bliss backstage before she goes out. With her, uh, wow! I didn't think she would have title. more lose face. She evidently backstage. She had the most possible lose face. Wow! She looks pissed, dejected. Let's talk about NXT now. Yeah. Um. So not much you, going on. As you guys know, the post takeover NXTs are always a low point because they film the matches as the dark matches of takeover prior to takeover prior to takeover. Um. 
and there's never any new stories going on. This is all they, they tried, I think, last night to to maybe set up a new story. Are we going to get Lars Sullivan versus No Way Jose? Maybe. Or they're just setting up Lars as this destructive force. Maybe something like it that. It wasn't even a match. Right. Uh, I'm assuming No Way Jose was scheduled to have a match. Yeah. But he formed a conga line in yeah. the arena, yeah. and then Lars Sullivan came out to break it up. Right. Beat him up. So it's either they're setting him up to be a destructive force, or, or and, you know. A program between the two of them. A program between the two of them. Or Lars Sullivan being done with this whole tag, wanting to be a tag division guy. Uh, probably all of that. I would think it's probably all or at least two of the three. Or at least, exactly. Exactly, yeah. In any event, it was stupid. Um, it, it, uh, it's, so, it's so silly. Uh, next up, we got a recap of the Gargano uh, almost. almost match. And then a Gargano, previously unseen Gargano interview. That was obviously shot before his match. <laughs> And that was like most Here's obvious. Here's the thing about these episodes, though. They're so stupid. We, But it's so much fun to talk crap about it. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what he said. It's just all recycled crap that we've already I seen know. on websites. The best thing was the Asuka press conference. I did like that. That was obviously done before her match because... Oh, no. The best thing. I'm sorry. Because she, she wasn't standing there doing this press conference with a broken collarbone. I can tell you that. I know. I don't know how I feel. I was, I was the funny thing is you say that, and I was sitting there looking for it. I was like, "If she did this, she was like, I'm such the a belt mark. was over the collarbone, she would have broken." I'm such a mark. I'm like, "Why isn't that collarbone? Like, why isn't she really nursing that thing? You think it like a break would hurt?" And I'm the idiot who doesn't realize. Oh yeah, they shot that beforehand. What do you? How do you feel about these press conferences they do? Oh, I love them because they're so bad. The Alistair Black one was my favorite. I, I knew you. That, like that was one. my ass. Oh, my God, that was my favorite. We'll get to that in a second. Um, so, yeah, we had Asuka's press conference where she was... Uh, Just saying the belt was going to stand here. In her very quirky Asuka way with her weird tics and stuff. I lo- God, I love Asuka She's great. so much. She's amazing. She's so great. She's pretty much said no matter who she faces, the belt's going to stay on her. Her English is really coming along, too. Uh, next up, we... <laughs> we had the most dejected Pete Dunn Wolfgang interview it, so it was Pete, Gang, Pete Dunn and Wolfgang taking on uh, Mustache, Mountain. Mustache Mountain for the main event, which you know these guys are going to put on a fantastic match. Why? What? What is going on with these UK kids? What I don't is know. going on with these guys? They need to make a decision and just do something. I could give a crap if they're defending this belt and pro- I love progress wrestling. I really do. But you know what I want to see in progress wrestling? Progress championships. Yes. Not the WWE UK title, which, by the way, is the best-looking title they have. And it's not it's not showing up anywhere. Just do a freaking taping once a month and roll out the Here's show. The Here's the thing. Jeez. On, it's on, not that difficult. Based on the pop he got last night, Pete Dunne could be a massive star on the main roster on right main now. the main roster at this Right moment. now. Bring him up. Have him defend that title on the main roster. Why did why can he only defend it against other wrestlers from the United Kingdom? Well, it is the UK champion. When there was a European championship, it wasn't like people from That's Europe. That's why you don't do that because the European championship was a complete joke. What about the Intercontinental Championship? Well, that's North America, South America. Universal champion. Barack has to defend against anybody else in this universe or from on this planet in the universe. Well, we, you know, there have no challengers have stepped forward. He'll face Shinsuke at some point. Shinsuke is literally an alien. Um, the UK, we're going to debate where the UK title should yes. be 
on our debate show. Yes. Tomorrow. Wrestle War. What are we going to No, we it? can't use that because War will get will get it. We'll oh get the, my gosh, good point. The yellow uh, the yellow sign. We should call it, we should call it family friendly debates about wrestling. Yeah. F F D A W for thou. Anyways, we'll think of something. Um, yeah, I do. And so, like Pete Dunn saying, uh, the 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 I don't know, Dasha or whoever it was said, "What's going on with that UK title?" And he said, uh, "He said uh, Tyler when Tyler Bate when I won this when I beat Tyler Bate for this, there was not a change." He said the UK division began, and now I'm, I, I have it. And then Wolfgang said, "Well, after we win this match, how about I get a title shot?" And Pete Dunn's kind of said. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> that was his attitude. I mean, it really was. He's at least one thing he's done do awesome promos. I know. And he it just felt like he was reading from a script. I know. And Wolfgang looked like he didn't even want to be there. I and I maybe look, dude, maybe it's one of two things. Maybe it's jet lag. Maybe it's maybe they're because uh, didn't they do wasn't the previous weekend they had a they uh, did the progress thing, but apparently that New York, was like a massive cluster. They, did, they had one in New York and one in Boston, but then right before the the progress show, Pete Dunn got busted open. Yeah, busted open, so he didn't wrestle there. Yeah, um, so I don't know. Maybe they were just sour on their United States experience that you know during. That I would trip. assume they're probably. I, I would think that they were probably in the states that entire week. I would think so too. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe they just want to get home. Maybe they're just thinking, know. we have this amazing title, we're literally just wasting away doing Maybe nothing. one of the problems or issues are, they've come up with with this UK show is that they only really seem to focus on six wrestlers. I, if that! It's the four in that match and then Mark Andrews. And even that is like barely, you know what I, I mean? Know. It's it's the, Yeah, it's four guys. And, well, five maybe. Like Wolfgang, we really haven't even seen him. It's Mark Andrews and, and uh, British Strong Style. British Strong Style. That's it. I mean, that's why they don't have a show, because they only have four wrestlers for it. They have many other wrestlers. They're not using them. You saw the UK tournament. They have I know, but, they're, but they're, there's maybe they don't want to be as involved and, and potentially lose bookings elsewhere. I don't know. I don't know. Once a month, do a taping. I Once every that. six weeks. I'm sorry. If GFW can get their shit enough together to put on a show. Let's save some of this for our debate on the Friday show. I have to bleed that out now. Next, we got a, a pretty decent match between Peyton Royce and Sarah Logan. Oh, this was a good match. I love yeah. Sarah Logan. Crazy Mary Dumps. Yeah. Um, no, I like her. They did a good job also sort of on social media, and I think in the May Young Classic thing, the pre-show thing or whatever it is, bracketology, sort of establishing her character as like a backwoodsy type person, like from the movie Deliverance. <laughs> I'm joking. That's pretty harsh. Um but uh, no, I like her. I just what's the deal with her Titantron? How it like it has her name small, and then random letters go to different spots on like, the screen. Like come on, yeah, it's real bad. Like there's a thing called After Effects, a program that probably has templates. Maybe that can, is a template. No, I I think it's like a template from After Effects, like you know, two thousand and nine. I don't know. I would think at full sale they have, they would have state of the art uh, right Adobe. Uh, creative Cloud. You know, that's one thing about that I can say about NXT is that their motion graphics guys, when it comes to the video packages, because the rest of their production motion graphics-wise is top. Oh, notch. I know. The Titantrons are really hit or miss. The Titantrons are generally miss. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a Titantron that was a hit. Maybe Alistair Black's. I'm trying to remember what his is. I think that's just footage from his really cool promo mm-hmm. thing, the video mm-hmm. stuff. 
But otherwise, like the fonts they use are really suspect. Mm-hmm. They're not, and then when they, they they end up following him to to Maine, like Bobby Roode's. I've never liked Bobby Roode. Oh, Bobby's doesn't. I don't mind that. Doesn't the me. font is so ugly. It's just basic. I know it's basic. It doesn't. It's not glorious. He doesn't they, did, they, did, they did the they did the the bloom effect. I may it. defend. I may defend. If it effect. suits me, the bloom effect is okay. From behind the letters, I don't mind that. Cheesy. It's not great. It's better than what he had at Takeover. <laughs> that was not good. Wait, Takeover. The last Takeover. They, he had a new uh, Titan drawn. Did he only have it for that one? Because yeah. then when he came back yeah, out on no. Maine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he did. I didn't know. I'll have to go back and watch it. Yeah, it's know. not good. I think of all the new Titantrons they debuted at TakeOver, only Asuka's was it was Asuka's was cool. I like Asuka's. Yeah. But like Ember Moon's, they changed the font. Because her Tron was cool mm-hmm. with the kind of handwritten uh, font they had on oh, it. Oh, I like that. That was okay. That's yeah. all gone. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. notice that. But hers was one of the few that were actually, it was actually pretty well done and fairly distinctive. Okay. With interesting fonts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was. It was good. It was good. But everybody else is the same variation on a very basic font. And they all seem to be using uh, animation templates for text I know, animation. I know. Like what? Drew's, Drew's new one isn't isn't bad. No, Drew's is okay. Drew's new one is okay. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, look. Yeah, like, I don't know why they had the letters shoot off random in different directions. That That's was, so bad. No way, Jose's Tron's pretty good. Oh, his is great. Yeah, his is good. It's it's exactly what it should be. Yes, his is great. Anyways, anyways, uh, uh, next Bobby Roode interview after his SmackDown debut. So he said he's going to go back to NXT because he had some unfinished business. He's going to hates leaving. Have a blow-off yeah. match against Roderick Strong. Dude, hold on, did we talk about the actual match? Oh no, it was good. Uh, Peyton Royce won with a perfect plex. Yeah. No, but Sarah Logan, she can she can wrestle. She's yeah. young too. She can wrestle. She's, she's like twenty three or something. Yeah, like I think she's only twenty three. She's super young. Yeah. Um, Bobby Roode said, "You know who she's with? You know who her boyfriend is? One half of War Machine." Oh really? I think it's Hanson. Really? I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I know it's definitely one half of War Machine. I just can't tell one from the other. The the heavier of the two is Hanson. Raymond Rowe is the other one. Yeah, and I have no idea which one it is that she's with, but she's with one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Roode said he has unfinished business in NXT, blow off with Roderick Strong, and then after that, after he wins, he's going to get that NXT title again. And they showed, they showed like, oh, footage from uh, after his loss at NXT, and he was yelling at his assistant to get the car, and then Bobby Roode, like, makes sex faces at him. No, Roderick Strong did Roderick Strong, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. He was like... And I was like, that's a little off-putting. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get where that came from. <laughs> I think he was aiming for one thing, and it completely turned into another thing. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand the motivation for that at all. <laughs> I'm glad. Sometimes, sometimes, every once in a while, you try to justify something that really just doesn't need justification. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're not trying to justify. I, no, I'm not trying to justify it because I, I, I didn't understand it. At all. <laughs> Honestly, it kind of reminded me. It felt like a scene. It felt like Buster from Rest of Bell. Well, here's the thing. I don't try. I don't. <laughs> I don't really try to justify things. I try to make sense of that speech. <laughs> and I couldn't make any Sometimes sense. Sometimes you give the benefit of the doubt a little too much, though. I'm glad you didn't hear. That's all I'm saying. I understand it. <laughs> I'm always on the search. I wish, I wish Bobby Ruth had been more. bit more. I'm sorry. I'm excited right now. It was a bit more off-put by it. Yeah, I know. I'm constantly on the search for answers, Steve. <laughs> What's your problem? You're kissing what? Yeah, that was I want to kiss you, man. That was weird. We're supposed to be feuding right now. Like, was that his way of saying goodbye to him? 
He's cool. He might be kissing goodbye. Is that or what it is? Or saying goodbye to the NXT title? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. See, I'm trying to make sense of it. I'm processing it. He kind of mumbled something. I know he's. I know it was, it was audible, but it wasn't. Yeah, that I don't remember audible. what he said. I'm just trying to make. I was trying to make sense of it too, and I couldn't. It made me laugh. Though. Alistair Black press conference as he was walking out of the arena in a very fine suit. Oh, he. Oh my gosh, he looks amazing. And, and I want to do this to him. Luggage. I want to give him a. I want to blow him a kiss. I want to blow him. I want to blow him a kiss. <laughs> he looked great. He was walking out, and then all these NXT writers or whoever they were, agents or producers, whatever they were, had like their cheesy either wannabe microphones or iPhones out, trying to like ask him questions. And he just about walked his right past, and them. he just walked right past them. But it was so worried. obviously not members of the press. Yeah, it was hilarious. I got it. PA makes stuff. me laugh so hard. That stuff cracks me up. I love it. Next, main event, Wolfgang, Pete Dunne against Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. Look, this is a really fun it match. It was tons of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it, just, it just further illustrates, though. It just completely is just in your face, rubbing in your face. They're doing these dark matches in, uh, ahead of TakeOver for the crap TakeOver recap episode. And I'm, I'm just thinking, why? Aren't, why don't they just, look, get Regal, send him on a plane, have them supervise these tapings, and then put on a damn show. You can have a show for every other thing in your stupid company, but you can't have the UK show that we all need. I read somewhere that before Pete Dunne's injury, there was going to be a, uh, an unannounced uh, UK title match at TakeOver. Oh, really? Maybe he got hurt. So maybe they, they had the tag match just to kind of protect Pete Dunne a little bit, to let his, his uh, brow heal up. If, I mean, if that's the case, he was doing all sorts of great... I mean, I know it's a Pete Dunn match. He's going to give 110%. And maybe in a tag match, like you said, they can protect him a bit more. But that's kind of ridiculous. Like, the guy can go, then have him go. Agreed. Know? I mean, he put on a five-star match with freaking uh, Tyler, Tyler Bate. And the beginning of, of this match where they were in the ring, all that really fast wrestling. It's so good. Phenomenal. I know, it's so good. And they're just standing. They're just standing there. And you can even look on the, like, when... Tyler, when Mustache Mountain was, like, walking, like, through the Bowsy Arena or coming to the Gorilla or whatever, and they had the camera on them, you can tell, like, you can just see the looks on their faces are, like, I mean, they're kind of goofing with each other. Yeah, but you can definitely tell they thought this was all going to lead to one thing, and it hasn't been Right, exactly. It's been forever. When did, uh, when was the UK tournament? January. <sighs> Man. And, and the crowd so was so hot for that. Oh, Pete Dunn got a massive pop huge. last night. Oh, massive. yeah, yeah, yeah. He can go up to Maine right now and be a huge, huge oh, star. Oh, man. So good. Like, remember when we were talking about like the possibility of that new evolution stable? Yeah. Kevin Owens, Mojo, Triple H, and, and then Pete bring Dunn. in Pete Dunn. How perfect would that have been? been? Great. been all the perfect. That was some questions. Yeah, let's answer some questions. Oh, wait a second. First, before oh, we yeah, answer do questions, that. I want to do this. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give these shout-outs to people putting stuff on the... On the iTunes reviews, I'm going to do this as fast as I can because there's a lot of names here. Jay Fizzle, Drill It, Big Razor Sexy, Jedig PSPSPCFPS, Mimi's Nubs, LL86, Abysmald, The Crusher1234, Count Dirty, Bear 28 Mac Tooper, Nate Bowman, Bowen, Bowman, Bowen. Now I'm lost. Fashionable big guy, RJO. Oh, wait, no, I went backwards. Amy J. Rock, Lawson Quick, LP Soldier, T. Biggs, Mikey Train, iTunes Universal Champion, Lord Herc, uh, Buck Toothed MC, Claxino, Nate Bowman. Uh, way too many letters here. 
uh, Nick Fedler, Jamie Petrie, Turtle Slowman, Sportsman Sun Devil, GTE00, Dr. Funder, Bingo Black, Jay Flores, Heel Chikoff, I think it's Coffin, uh, Brent243, Fastena, Jay Morg the Hero, Jay Dispirited, Boy Big69, Spud32, Blizzard, uh, 459, Sun Devil. I lost my place again. Anyways, I'll get some more of these later on, and I'll shout some more of these at another time. Yeah. So many of them. Let's answer some questions. Goat. No. Eddie Jose Glorious Minivar. Jose Jalapeno 97. Hey, friendos. You two are going on a road trip from Sacramento to the Big Apple, New York City. New York City. However, you guys won't ride alone. Choose five superstars to join you in your XL Uber SUV. Way too many superstars. That's a lot. Also, one of the seven must drive the entire way. Who will volunteer? That's a long drive. Why do you got to put that stipulation on us? Somebody's got to drive. One person has to drive the entire way. Well, it's not going to be me. not going to be me either. I don't want to drive that much. Who's going to drive? Who thinks a good driver? John Cena. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I know. But you know what? You're going to have to listen to his music or something. I don't listen to whatever he's got. I get my wireless. Um, Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah. Seth. Seth is good. Again, have to listen to his music. So Seth is one of the five. Seth. Um, AJ Styles. Seth. Oh, AJ for sure. Yeah, we need older guys. People with good stories. Oh, we need it. Yeah, we need older guys. So the club. The club. Oh, the club. The club and AJ. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Shinsuke is probably funny too. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's a good five. Seth. The club. Shinsuke. Yes. Me. me Larson. Yes. Yes. And yes. Um, CM Punk finds it insulting. Finds it insulting. Uh, WWE and New Japan have agreed to put on a one-time only joint pay-per-view event pitting WWE stars against New Japan stars. Um, we have been trusted to You're book the main event of the show as well as a seven-match undercard. Who wrestles who at this event and does it take place at Madison Square Garden or the Tokyo Dome? Both. Yeah. Both. Oh, yeah. Oh, like... Uh, WrestleMania 2. At the same time, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going to go now Alternate to, matches. We're going to go now to... Who is it? Don Callis and Kevin Kelly? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go now to... And why is Vince doing commentary? Who's uh, the ticking time bomb going to fight? Neville. Oh, yeah, okay. Who is... Um, Kenny versus AJ. Kenny versus AJ. No, triple threat. Kenny, AJ, Finn. Okay. Who is Okada going to wrestle? Cena? Or is it Tanahashi Cena? Tanahashi Cena. So who is Okada? Okada Lesnar. Okada Lesnar. Oh, that's a good one. Okada Lesnar. No, how about... Oh, okay. Okada Lesnar. Uh, who's that young lion? That big dude? Ki- oh, I remember his name. Kitamaru? Yeah. Kitamaru. He can take on Braun Strowman. There you go. And or Michael Elgin versus Braun Strowman. Yeah. And then... Uh, Who is Yano going to wrestle? That's really the question. Asuka. Okay. Yeah, that's a big question. Yano. Uh, the Diddly Doodler with WWE banning beach balls. What other item do you want to ban next? I like that CM Punk finds an insulting responded with Roman Reigns. Yeah, that was Did funny. Did you see that tweet that Roman Reigns sent out? Because Sports Illustrated did a, like a video for their Twitter or something like that. Uh, I think it was Sports Illustrated. And it was like asking fans why they hate Roman Reigns. And... They picked a bunch of guys who were just complete. And, like, it's just your stereotypical smart Like, guys with, like, replica belts mm. and just... Oh, Roman Reigns is... He just, he's not one of these... We're being spoon-fed Roman Reigns. 
that kind of crap. But then Roman Reigns responded on Twitter and said, this question is for the kids out there. When you grow up, who would you rather be, Roman Reigns or one of these guys? Like, pretty good burn there, Roman wow. Reigns. Um, so what items would you want the WWE to ban next? I'm good on shark cages for a while. <laughs> is there a preponderance of... Uh, We've had two in the last, like, six months. That's good. No, that's true. Are you talking about the Ellering one? Oh, three then. <laughs> Where are you talking Wait, wasn't uh, Jericho in a match with... Oh, yeah, 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 shark yeah, cage right, too. That's right, that's right. Um, I like shark cages, so I'm not going to ban that. But I will Unless ban... Unless the match takes place in the shark cage. I'm trying to think what I would ban. I would ban those seats that we had to sit in at WrestleMania on the field. You want every seat to be a plush, comfortable seat. Give me... Uh, like, if I paid the money that I paid for that seat, I want them to wheel in a ton of... Uh, Lazy Boys. Mm. That would have been amazing. That is a fair point. That those, and then those, kill those strobe lights. Those seats weren't cheap. And just sit back and be like, oh, yeah. Connor Dunmore. And I could just knock out right there. I could fall asleep right there. Now with the lights flashing in your face. What call-up we'll get rid of come for next Monday on Raw? Should there be an NXT call-up on Raw? Yes, Authors of Pain. The only reason, maybe they didn't bring him up because they wanted... Cena to have the spotlight and didn't want to take the spotlight away from any other call-ups. No, no Authors more call-ups until Mania. Authors of Pain. No more. Um, fat Bastard Champ Alex Foster. Fat Bastard Fat Ass. Who would you send down to NXT for a change of gimmick? Change of gimmick? Ew, Terrence Thompson's a Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> He's going to do all the gimmicks. He's going to have a new gimmick. It's all the gimmicks. All the gimmicks. Uh... Send down to NXT for a change of gimmick. I don't like that general premise. I don't either. I don't like sending anybody down to NXT for a change of gimmick. Didn't do anything for Zack Ryder, really. Nope. nope. Or Emma. Or Oh, it's the Emma's I like. I, no, I like it. But it wasn't like... Oh, it didn't do you anything for it. Yeah, that's, why, that's what I'm saying. It didn't help You're right about career. that, but it did something for me in terms of my entertainment. And I guess Zack Ryder did too because he's in the hype, bro. Summer Rae. There you go. That's good. She ain't doing nothing. Yep. There aren't a lot of people who I'm like, like Bo Dallas. Send him back to NXT. Yeah, he had a lot of success in NXT. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Terrence Thompson, how long before Enzo makes 205 Live 100% unbearable? How you doing? Uh... The second he wins the Cruiserweight title in... Uh, the se- a one-on-one match without yeah, any no. uh, hijinks. What you're saying is the second they book him way stronger than they really should. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, Tim Morris, do you think British Strong Style should join NXT as a faction? Uh, short answer, yes. We'll get to that more on the uh, debate show on Friday. Short answer, no. Yes. No. Yes. You know, the funny thing is I actually think they should be, but just not what I, in that case is get rid of the UK belt. Shouldn't be a UK belt if it's just going to be dudes on the on main roster. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. I'm telling you. Uh, Nicholas Grosskirth says, Nikki Cross, spot of the year. That's pretty good. Actually, I think Braun power slamming Brock Lesnar through two tables and then dumping another table on top of the Might spot be of spot year. of the year. At least in WWE. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, interesting question. Tommy T. We can save this. Are we still doing questions on Dirt Sheet? No? Okay. We'll do it here then. Nightcrawler Double T and myself were talking about the biggest day in wrestling history. He said he brought up the dual cast after WWF bought WCW. 
Nightcaller thinks it's the first WrestleMania. Double T thinks it's the Montreal Screwjob. What's the biggest single day in wrestling history? And if you say anything but the day WWF bought WCW, you are wrong. Because it is definitely that day. I need a haircut this weekend. I need one big time. The first thing that popped in my, my mind was uh, WrestleMania 3, because that was the day that uh, pro wrestling officially, without any confusion or ambiguity, crossed over into the mainstream, because they sold out, at least that's what they said, the Pontiac Silverdome, 90,000 people set an indoor attendance record. I don't think WrestleMania 1, Wrestle, like rock and wrestling was a bigger day than that. That crossed the mainstream. Cindy Lauper, Muhammad Ali. But that, I mean, I feel like Mr. that was Team. that was the the start of it, or towards the beginning. Whereas WrestleMania three was the peak of it. That was the peak of WWE's WWF's popularity. Probably his day in wrestling. WWF bought WCW. I mean, that's pretty massive. I understand. Who's that thing? Uh, Luger debuting on the first Nitro. I'm sorry. I I stand corrected. Stand corrected. All right. That's the correct answer. Charles Sips, considering their lack of use on SmackDown, should Mike and Maria have went the, the NXT route? Yes. Yes. 100% yes. I'm trying. I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm trying to find a reason not to agree with you. My, my only reason... The only reason not to agree is that there was already so many people on NXT at the, at the time. Well, there's that, but also... Their actual debut, I thought, was pretty strong and didn't necessarily need the strong branding uh, time that other people did. But it would have helped if they had that. Because their thing about like the power of love was such a strong and immediately recognizable gimmick, that's why I think it didn't need it. Although, you are absolutely correct... It would have helped, and they would still they would actually be relevant right now. Imagine, uh, you know, Mike Bennett and Adam Cole, members of the Kingdom. Yeah. Feud there. Maybe Mike Bennett can align himself with this Ring of Honor, dishonored, re-dishonored faction that's going on. We need a re-GFW faction. Really don't. Braxton Sutter, EC3, Moose. There you go. Go to WWE and make an impact. Yeah. <laughs> terrible re-impact. Oh, man. Uh, double T. Hey, guys. So, personally, I don't agree with how much you blame creative. He says, I think it is exactly 60% up to the talent to get what they are given over. That is... Uh, I do not agree with that. Yeah, I don't either. But I respect your opinion. Yes. He continues. Uh, who in NXT do you think has a good chance of being fumbled once they get called up? Here's another thing about... Um, I mean, any, anybody. Here's the thing uh, the, the, to counter the Maria and Mike thing, though, is that look at what they were able to do with Ty Dillinger in NXT, and where is he now? Oh, I know. And the same thing could have happened. Oh, it could have, but at least they would have had the chance to achieve some measure of success in NXT before disappearing on the main roster. That's true, and more people would be asking where they are than, yeah. uh, than currently are. You're yeah. correct. Um I mean, I could see them fumbling Aleister Black. Really? I don't know, man. How about like two consecutive weeks with a, a, a silly backstage segment involving him? I mean, it's, it's easy to do him right. 
But how many characters seem so easy to do correctly on the main roster? They just screw it up. Here's the thing with, with Alistair Black, that if they follow this template, they'll be totally fine. Well, I'll tell you. Here's the one right now. Bobby Roode. If they have him as a face. Oh, no. Yeah. They're not going to have him as a face. I read, I think on Cage Side Seats, their rumor around today said they they might have his first feud, him work face. What sense does that make? Uh, in this, in the, the sense is that the people will turn even more on him. They'll consider him a bigger heel if he uh, turns as a face. I don't think it was a good idea. I don't know. It's probably a bad idea. Again, I try to be devil's advocate here, dude. You're saying I'm the one that, that justifies things. I don't justify anything. I try to make sense of them. No, sometimes you sometimes you look too much into benefit of the doubt. Especially sometimes trying um, to understand things. No, listen, just you you. I'm trying to answer the question here. You said Alistair Black. Yeah. I say all they have to do is follow the Finn Balor template. Alistair Black is cool. You don't need an answer. He doesn't need to talk. He doesn't need to say anything. Just have him be the coolest guy because he just looks cool, and that's it. They've had Finn Balor in backstage segments, and he just doesn't say a lot. And everybody still thinks he's cool. That's all we got to do with Aleister Black. I agree, but I'm saying, I, th- I think he's the one character that if they, they mess up, it's going to really be a detriment. Yeah, maybe. I think that was what I'm trying to say. Do you think if they do the thing with him where that PWG skit where they use sticking his finger up somebody's butt, that'd be a problem? Potentially. <laughs> that works in PWG. Oh, that was so fun. That was hilarious. That was great. And Pete Dunn was doing it. It was like a who's who. I know. Sammy Callahan was in there. Oh, I know. Jushin Liger. It was great. It was great. And then they did the slow-mo thing afterwards. It's beautiful. It is. Uh, All right, one more, and I'm hungry. Uno mas. Uno mas. All right, we're going to go with uh, D-Generation Lex Luger. It's a great name. D-Generation Lex! You are not, you are not X-D-Generation. <laughs> Power rank, top five people. You would like to see called up to Maine by Mania 34. One, Authors of Pain. Authors of Pain. Two, Oscar. Oscar. Three, the Ember I- Moon. No, the iconic duo. Four, Cassius Ono. Really? Yeah, I'd love to see him on Maine. I would love to see him on Maine. I really would. I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, I know. I think he's always going to be in NXT. But that's a good one. Five. Okay. On that note, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this 
when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.